0: Welcome to episode two of RNF Unlocked, a podcast series that gives you exclusive insider access to the Crypto Data RNF MotoGP team. I'm Neil Morrison, and as we head into round four of the 2023 MotoGP World Championship, I'm excited to be joined today by fellow guest Adam Wheeler, Wilco Zielenberg, the team manager of Crypto Data RNF MotoGP, and also Paolo Bonora, the race manager of Aprilia Racing. Hello to you guys, and welcome.
1: Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon.
0: <laughs> it is uh, scorching hot here in Arrest Thursday, just before the race weekend starts. I mean, gentlemen, it's uh, the heat is going to be maybe an issue at some point during this weekend.
1: Yeah, not only on the track, but also in this hospitality at the moment. The <laughs> aircon is not working, so it's quite hot here. Uh, yeah, as uh, we saw yesterday, track uh, temperatures around 59 degrees, so much hotter than last year already. So let's see uh, where that, uh, yeah, where we end up
0: absolutely i'm glad to say that we 've all got some water we 're keeping uh, rehydrated during this show um, and Wilco first I'm going to come to you. Um, we had uh, an interesting race in Austin, lots of drama we had quite a lot of crashes there. but the main race on Sunday, we have to say really. A positive performance from Miguel, finishing fifth just behind Maverick and coming back from his injury that he sustained at the first round of the year, I mean that's a pretty good comeback from Miguel.
1: Yes, yeah, we were very happy with that. Of course, uh, missing two rounds, especially the first two rounds when everybody is in a kind of flow. And of course, he crashed out of Portimao mile race uh, in the front, so that gives you a lot of good feeling. But uh, anyway, it was two three laps to uh, were done, so you don't know nothing about the final result. But of course, uh, being injured for two races uh, and going to Austin, which is a very uh, physical, demanding racetrack, what actually nobody really loves because you never know what you get there—bumps or humps or no grip or whatever—and uh, they were also both quite slow the year before, uh, Raúl and and Miguel. So. Uh, yeah, we were very happy with that performance uh, on the fifth place, and uh, also Raul, I, I think, could have done a good race, but uh, yeah, he was not able to show it basically in the main main race because um, yeah, we had a DNF on the yeah right high device problem, but uh, that looks to be solved at the moment, and uh, so uh, we're looking forward. They are both on a good flow, and uh, with Raul, uh, I think it's important to. Keep it calm and, and go step by step because everybody's asking, yeah, what's happening with Raul? But yeah, I really believe he's, he's growing and he clearly um, is still a kind of rookie because last year was kind of lost because of the injury in the beginning and all the hassle with his contract. And uh, you know, when you're so young and you have those kind of problems on your head, it, it doesn't help uh, learning and riding these bikes uh, in a good way and learning the racetrack uh, step by step, especially on a MotoGP bike. And uh, So uh, yeah, stay calm and I think he will be able to, uh, to grow again. Even saying that, we also need to uh, understand that last year he was not in the MotoGP here at this track. So you know, we start FP1 without any information uh, from him on a MotoGP bike in Gerez. Of course he knows the way, but uh, the speeds and, and the way of braking and turning is so different than Moto2 and Moto3 that uh, he actually shoots, st- yeah, he's starting on zero again.
2: Paolo, it's great to have um, you and have a prettier presence on the podcast. Uh, two quick questions. I mean, how do you feel the season started for the factory? Are you, are you pretty happy with the way things have gone? And secondly, you know, Jerez, there's a, this is the kind of the start of the European segment of, of the calendar. It's also a track that the teams and the riders know incredibly well. And then there's the test, of course, on Monday. So it's, it's a crucial Grand Prix, isn't it?
3: Yes, you are fully right. To, to be honest, uh, the, we made... Uh, an analysis in our at home in Aprilia and uh, seems to be that uh, we achieved less than uh, the expected so for sure we make a comparison with the 2022 and uh, on uh, in Portimao and uh, in Argentina for sure we we didn't achieve the result we we expected but we, we have seen a a, a big step in uh, in the bike. So for uh, unfortunately in in Argentina after a, a, an unbelievable Friday when uh, uh, everybody have seen uh, April in first and second position in FP1 and the second and first position in FP2. Uh, seeing the, the, the rain during Saturday, uh, we, 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 we struggle a lot during Saturday and, and Sunday for sure. Uh, we analyzed the data and uh, uh, we have seen that uh, there, uh, it is necessary to make a few adjustments on the bike to, fo- uh, to follow in a better way the, the rider, the rider uh, comments. And uh, to be honest, uh, despite of the Argentinian result, in Austin, we did a big step in uh, in the bike and in the riding style of the the rider. Historically, Austin was not our best track, for sure. We struggled a lot in the past in... uh, the fast changing direction in the first uh, in the first split in particular. But uh, this year we did a good job. We told the 4 rider to be honest. To be honest, we, we were very happy about all the 4 rider. So uh, Vinales did a, a good job for sure during the race uh, despite of the, uh, of the bad, bad start but he had a very good pace, and also spargaro uh, has a, uh, had a, a closing of the front problem, so he lose the front in the in the first part of the first lap because of the full tank for sure he wanted to Catch the, the the first rider, but he tried too much, so he lost the front, and uh, we didn't see his potential during the race. But for sure, he, uh, he should have been a, a good a good race pace, and uh, yeah, we, we tried try to do a, a, a better a better a better race here in Jerez uh, seeing the the race pace of. Uh, of uh, Miguel, we, we were so, so happy about uh, his, uh, his, uh, his riding style after that injury, because uh, looking at uh, that injury was not so easy to recover from that. So we were very happy about uh, his uh, recovery state. And uh, at the moment, we expect, as Vilco said, in Jerez, a very hot situation. For sure, we love uh, hot situation compared to cold situation for our bike, because we prefer to, to have uh, a hot tarmac, because the bike works better in that situation. I don't know That's if uh, the good news, <laughs> but I don't know Vilko to be honest in that high hot very hot situation, yeah. because seems uh, yesterday was uh, thirty five degrees if I'm not wrong, and close to 50 degrees of, of tarmac. Yes. So is there something special here at this time. Uh, we have seen something like this during the COVID uh, yeah, 2020, in 2020, 2020, 2020 well, if yeah. I'm not wrong, where we came here in July. In yeah. July, ah, yeah, yeah, in July yeah, yeah. that was close to 40 degrees. It feels the same. Eh? And, and feels absolutely the same. Yeah.
2: Also, it's good training if you're going to Thailand, Indonesia, maybe the same in India. You know, you're going to find yeah. the second half of the calendar is going to yes, be challenging exactly. in terms of climate. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, Paolo, the, the fans might want to know, when you say you've made a big step with the RSGB, uh, what do you mean by that? Is it just yeah. about making the bike more comfortable to ride for the likes of Miguel and for Raul? or How can you define that?
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's something difficult to, to, to explain to you but uh, we work in uh, each area where the rider last year say something. So, uh, last year they, they wanted to improve uh, in the rideability of the bike for sure and we work on. As, uh, as you can see on the bike, if you, uh, if you make a comparison between the 2022 and 2023, Uh, you can see that there is a a smaller front wing this makes the bike more agile but it's necessary to recover in uh, in another way the load of the reduced uh, wing for sure then we improve the power of the engine not so much, Wilco. No. Huh? Don't ask for the engine of the engine. <laughs> <2000. laughs> if, <we don't> <laughs> if you say like this to, to Miguel and Raul, they want it. No, the, no we, we improve. To be honest, we improve. Raising up the RPM, we gain, and uh, raising up also the efficiency of the engine. We we uh, achieve uh, ma- uh, more power. It's not, it's not enough because... Uh, Uh, our rider uh, and Vico was a rider so knows very well uh, ask for more and more and more but we make another step on the performance of the of the engine we work in electronic side to give more confidence to the rider in, uh, in the engine braking area and in the acceleration phase in the first touch of the bike to give more chance to the rider to fill the the rear to, to to win the during the, better the, the connection the be, be, Yes. No, better rear type connection, connection this is uh, this is correct and uh, as you probably already know uh, last year in particular uh, aleish complained a little bit during the hot situation about the hot temperature coming from the bike. So if you see the particular shape of the fairing and the particular details of the fairing, we work a lot in our department in the the, uh, aerodynamic area with the simulation in the the wind tunnel to help the rider to achieve a. uh, a, better a better diffusion, yes, is the correct okay. way, a correct diffusion of the uh, of the heat, okay. to uh, help the rider for uh, during in particular for uh, during the long race to to keep him his temperature lower, so give him more possibility at the end of the race to have uh, more energy and more power.
0: Interesting changes, Paolo, and good that uh, they've been made for this year. Obviously, 2023 is a, a landmark year for Aprilia. It's the first time, I think, in their MotoGP history that you have a, a satellite team. Yes. And we're here with Wilco, obviously, and it be interesting to talk a little bit about the value of having a satellite team. What, what, what value does it bring Aprilia as a manufacturer to have two more bikes on the grid?
3: Yes. Uh, thanks for the question. Uh, first of all, I wanted to, to thank the... RNF to for the very good collaboration that uh, we start since uh, the, uh, last, the, the, last uh, the last part of the, of the when we start to talk about uh, this uh, this year and uh, immediately we, we felt uh, very good together to be honest. There was a big 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 effort for us and also for them because they changed uh, for sure. Uh, the, the manufacturer, so it's not easy also for, for them. But for, for us, we, we put uh, 100% of our effort on this project. Uh, it is something new for us and uh, we spend a lot of time to, uh, to, to be prepared for the first test in Valencia, first of all, and for the test in Sepang to give to Miguel and to Raul the bike in this best condition and all the stuff around the, the rider uh, to give to them initially the best confidence for them the, the parts, uh, everything uh, at 100% of level and it is very important for us to have them why? because uh, uh is something that could help us a lot because we have m- much more data. We have good rider in our factory, but there will be more possibility seeing the datas of uh, Raul and uh, Miguel as well because uh, happens uh, in Portimao, in a few corners or in, uh, in Argentina or in uh, in Austin to see that uh, uh, the, private, uh, the private, the private satellite uh, riders did uh, in a better way uh, uh, some maneuver or or uh, some corner. Each so is in is individual, is individual riding style and strong point? So it's necessary to to understand in which way we can improve in both sides. Yeah. We help the satellite, but help but satellite help us for sure. having more data can give to the factory more information about the riding style for sure, as I said, but also about the reliability of the bike. We can reduce the time to see if a part is good or or not good to uh, bring forward for for the championship and to see if there is some problem that is necessary to solve uh, immediately. So having more data for a factory uh, team is every times something that can help.
2: Going back to what you were saying about the heat diffusion a moment ago, Paolo, it's kind of interesting now because I think it was Brad Binder telling us today in the media debriefs if you see riders hanging their legs off in the last five laps of the race, it's not because they're looking for stability; it's because they're trying to cool their feet. But um, we'll go to flip that question around from Paolo for you. How has it been working with Aprilia? Um, you know, I imagine it's been somewhat easier, maybe more collaborative than you know compared to the your previous you know manufacturer. How, how has that been? Well. Um of course, being 23
1: years with Yamaha was a big step for me. So uh, I, I was really used to the Japanese style, basically to, to yeah to work in that way. And um, yeah, I I can only say one thing: these boys are here to win races. You know, so the ambition is very high and they go uh, very deep to do that. And uh, this is the, the biggest difference. I think uh, if you compare it directly to the philosophy of a Japanese manufacturer, you know they always go a little bit uh, safe on the safe side because the bike has to finish this race. And these boys, they, they find the limit, they, we wanna win. you know. And I think this is the main strategy what is different in the whole process and i think this is nice to see because yeah first of all we're all very ambitious and to have four bikes uh, you know on the on the track instead of two i think this is uh, as paolo explained uh, yeah a positive thing because finally you learn constantly from each other there was in yamaha like this but also now here uh, with aprilia it's the same there's open data and, uh, and we can work very fast and of course you have many problems coming because finally the you know these bikes are always somewhere on the limit and you can at least uh, react quickly, you know quicker than at least when you have two bikes. So a big change for me is uh, yeah, is, is, is the attitude to, to be able and to willing to win and uh, this uh, yeah, this is of course in a race team uh, very important.
2: I mean, I know Paolo's sitting next to you, so you maybe you have to be careful about what you say. But, I mean, you're talking about the pace of being able to make changes in the attitude. There must be a whole culture difference as well, working with a European manufacturer. And it's generally regarded now by the fans and people watching that the European manufacturers are really accelerating the pace yes. of what's possible in this championship.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, that's, that's clear. So, uh, anyway, any... Um Yeah. Anyway, Japan culture is anyway a shock to any other culture. You know, so they are quite specific and uh, very good in some areas, uh, but clearly also leaking in other areas. And and uh, yeah, this is uh, for for any culture uh, compared to a Japanese culture. It's uh, anyway kind of shock. You know, so in good ways and also sometimes in bad ways. But it's always a shock.
0: Paolo, logistically, I would like to know how have you adapted to have a, having a satellite team? Have you had to employ more staff, for example? I mean, I guess there was a lot more work for you during the winter time to try and prepare and make sure everything was ready. You're not just thinking about develop the 2023 bike, you're thinking about supplying enough parts for this team as well. Can you talk a little bit about logistics and how it was during the winter?
3: Yeah, was the <laughs> you,
1: you have uh, 60
3: minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah it was uh, it was a big You uh, Maybe big better ask this <laughs> question
1: to your wife or not? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we
3: have, I don't know how much was the free time for us during the winter, but it was uh, Challenging. Well, it was a uh, very challenging, absolutely very challenging because uh, as you currently said, we we were developing the 2023 and in the same time We had to uh, to make all the uh, the 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 warehouse for the RNF. So take the 2022 bikes, make the all the new livery, all the new the new uh, recover all the parts try to make the uh, correct amount of the the, the parts for them uh, maybe uh, and in the most of the time to teach the mechanics and the technician to the to a new system because as uh, correctly said yeah. by by Vilko jumping to a new manufacturer you have to adapt to a new system so we spend a lot of time to teach the electronics yeah. technician, to teach uh, to teach the spare part manager, to teach the uh, the crew chief. Uh, one crew chief is uh, coming from uh, uh, Maverick Vinales, is uh, our internal uh, employee, and one is coming from uh, RNF, so it was necessary to to, to teach uh, to teach him. Then uh, we put. Uh, two our uh, mechanics inside the team because uh, uh, it is necessary to have uh, somebody that knows uh, the bike in uh, all in in and out in all the yeah. details but uh, we spend a lot of time during the winter the winter was so short for us i don't know <laughs> uh, but was so short at the end uh, we were very happy to to achieve that result because uh, in sepango everything was uh, uh was achieved the, the 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 goal that we we fixed together was uh, was achieved yeah. and the, and in particular the rider comments coming from the RMF was so good for us so hearing uh, both Miguel and uh, Raul was something that may make us uh, happy because they for sure they put on the table also negative point, and it is uh, very good for us to hear this because it's something where we, Can we have to improve. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we don't uh, like to uh, hear only good things. Uh, only good things uh, can't uh, give us something to... to, to, to the, the force to, to, to improve. It's necessary to hear where is the worst point. Uh, please, uh, point, uh, point out the, the finger to the worst point because you necessary to work there to make the, the, the improvement and uh, during the winter we prepare the, the season, we start in a good way I think because we put the base for that we hear the comment of the rider uh, since the Valencia test the Sepang test and we try to follow the Miguel and uh, Raul comment in particular for the ergonomic side, uh, in particular, that, that that is, uh, this uh, this comment, but also for the to uh, follow their, co- their comment on the uh, rideability or or in the engine braking yeah. uh, setting to to give to them the the best the best uh, comfort for the, for the race.
0: Yeah. And a question for well, both of you, I guess, can answer. What's the the kind of balance in terms of RNF staff and Aprilia staff in your? Garage currently Wilco. I mean, how many support staff no, do you I, have from the Aprilia as, factory? As
1: uh, Paolo said, uh, yeah, six people I think yeah. are from uh, oh, employed by Aprilia, and uh, so basically it's a little bit of the same level as we uh, had with the Yamaha. We also had many uh, Yamaha people on board when we were a satellite team, but uh, we have two extra mechanic each bike uh, compared to before and as, as Paulo said, um, we had our bikes earlier than they had their bikes because we have, of course have our 22 package.
3: You were more lucky than, yes, than so us. Yes, so I was uh, at <laughs> Christmas uh, I know, time uh, having sure. four
1: bikes ready in the flight case. Already in the boxes, And they were still uh, pushing to have the latest updates and so it's positive and negative and I have to say as well that um, so far, all the updates that we were able to get for 2023, which were not related to rules or whatsoever, we also received. So this is also something uh, yeah, what we appreciated a lot. So anything on, on the electronic side or whatsoever they could do, we, we received.
2: Guys, I know it's the beginning of your partnership, but is there like a strategy for the mid-term or the long-term? I mean, do you see say, RNF having younger riders and developing younger riders, or is it a case of just finding the four best riders for Aprilia each season?
1: Well, we have both riders uh, signed for two years, and, and they are signed by Aprilia, so we can uh, if, for example, uh, yeah, one of them is outperforming themselves or whatsoever, of course we are able uh, to swap around, but uh, at the moment we plan to do at least uh, two years with both riders, because I think that's uh, yeah, very important as well that the guys are uh, having a stable uh, situation because they have been floating around, especially Raul. And uh, it's very important to learn this year a lot and try to uh, get the best out of them next year and then let's see where we are and if they can uh, make another step or
0: not. Paolo, would you agree with that? That's Absolutely, how...
3: 100%. 100% <laughs> <to Rico. laughs>
0: excellent well that pretty much brings us to the end of this episode uh, before we go though I want to have I have a quiz question for you Paolo in Austin we saw in the Moto2 race Bo Bensnader finished on the podium he was the first Dutch rider to finish on an intermediate class podium since do you know the last Dutchman no Vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> <you go>? yes <laughs> How did you not know that?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Vico. Yes. Twenty-nine years 20 ago. Twenty. <laughs> so I, I, I have been. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Nice to hear
0: 1994. Assen, right? Assen, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And Wilco just. But
1: fought. still the only winner. Winner. Right? So, uh, <laughs> Bo, Bo needs to make a step, but I think he can do it in Essen some way. Last year he struggled to get on the podium. But uh, yeah, he has the speed. He needs to do his first lap good because I'm proud to, you know, have a couple of podiums and a win. But now it's time that somebody else, a Dutch guy, is taking over, you know, because uh, yeah, after so many years, uh, it has to happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Great work, uh, Bo. So uh, thank you once again for tuning in to the RNF Unlocked podcast series. We'll be back and bringing you more exciting content in the next episode in Le Mans. So stay tuned.